I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, you recently told me that uh, you're afraid that on the podcast you sound like a robot. I I am. Uh, you said that when you, uh, you you'll listen to it and you'll remember being really excited about the thing that you were talking about and thinking that you were coming across as sounding really excited, but then when you listen, you don't sound excited at all. Yeah, yeah, I'll. I'll be very excited about a subject like I am right now, and it doesn't sound like I am. Hmm. You just have this like sort of flat affect that sounds I, like you don't you don't experience any emotions at all. I think so. Yes, like a machine, like like a like a sexy baby making machine. Yes. Okay. How's your baby? That's how I see myself now. Is your primary function is a baby making machine? Mm-hmm. You know, there is some kind of power in that. Like right now, I see a woman, and I think. I could get her pregnant. Yeah, you don't. You didn't think that before. No, no. It was before. I thought I could have sex with her. You know, if she let me. Uh, but now I think I could have sex with her and get her pregnant if she let you. Oh, sure. No, if no. She let actually, me. that's the thing. Uh, once you've had a dick, no, you have kid, that power. Have they anymore. ladies they see, want to. You get walk pregnant. around with a kid, and they are like, "Oh, that guy. That guy has a kid already. Mm-hmm. He, he seems, could get me pregnant. He seems like a good catch." <laughs> that's what yeah. they say. Yeah, have you gotten uh, any other ladies pregnant since the last show? No, I haven't. Yeah, you need to get you need you need to put yourself out there. But you know what's uh, very disappointing, or what's strange biologically, is that Corinne could get pregnant again now. Yeah, I mean, I think she probably should. Oh, you think so? Yeah, not necessarily by you. I mean, you want variety. Sure. Yeah, uh, diversity in the gene pool for oh yeah for yeah, the yeah. the betterment of humankind. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny that you should ask how how's your baby. I was thinking of making that into a new segment. How's oh, your baby? Oh, cool. I mean, only I can answer uh, the, that question. Yeah. So right. now for a segment we like to call "How's your baby, Roy? How's your baby?" Uh, my baby's fine. Uh, but what my baby reminds me of is that I did something um, that I never thought I would do, and and I'm very ashamed of it. But I feel that um, the best way to move on from here on out is to uh, let you and our audience know of, of what I have done. That you, you had to go out to the convenience store to buy some cigarettes and you didn't have a babysitter, so you just left your baby in the trash can. No, no but is that what you're supposed to do? Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm maybe a first-time that was the parent. thing that you were ashamed of. I think... I, I think and I haven't read all the books, only mm-hmm. only some of them, but I think that just putting a baby in a trash can is not a thing you're supposed to do. Ever. Well, I don't know about ever. I mean, I, I, like I said, I haven't read all the books. There okay. might be so a set of circumstances. Under which, I mean, you know, maybe there's a, a snake in your house that hates trash. And mm. so the safest place to put your baby is in the trash. Sure, to protect it. Or yeah. if uh, you were being uh, burglarized and and they're going to steal your baby they would never think to look in the trash well it depends on the burglars you have to you'd have to issue a personality test to the burglars to try and determine are these the kind of burglars that are going to steal my trash huh. or look at yourself in the mirror because they're looking for information well or cocaine look at yourself in the mirror and think do i look like the kind of guy that would have some cocaine in the trash can ah and then if if you think that a burglar is similar enough to you that they would make the same judgment and mm-hmm. you do think that you look like that guy, then maybe don't put your baby in the trash can. But what if you don't look like that guy and you're totally winning it? Then it's probably safe. Okay. It's probably safe. Unless there actually is cocaine in your trash can, in which case you definitely should not put your baby in there. 
Okay, because the baby will do all the cocaine, he and then might. you won't have it. Yeah, any. and then you'll be like pissed. You, like you don't want to start off your the, you, you, this relationship is going to last the rest of your life, and mm-hmm. you don't want to start it off by being pissed off at your baby for using all your cocaine. That's true. Even though you threw it away, so and you also don't want your baby to think that you're the sole provider of cocaine in from, their life. From the baby's point of view, that cocaine was in the trash. Right, that's so true. He yeah, doesn't think that he did anything wrong, whereas uh-huh. you know you were just keeping it there. Or right. maybe because yesterday, yesterday when you were in the middle of a cocaine binge, you were like, "That's it. I've had it. I finally have the energy and the confidence to kick this habit completely." And so uh-huh. you throw all the cocaine, the yeah. cocaine in the trash. Yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the next day you're just digging through the trash again. Right. Um, so what I did was this. It's 115 degrees outside, right? So it's it's really hot here in Phoenix. And I was with with the baby. We we're at the Home Depot. That's where I like to go with the baby. And um, Corinne went to the drugstore, and I was going to meet her there. So I had the baby in the shopping cart, and I put the baby in the car. And then I had this shopping cart in my hands. And normally, I, I like to be a good shopper, and I take the shopping cart, and I put it back where they belong. I don't just put it right next to the tree next to my car, but I did it. Hmm. I did it. And, and I didn't think twice. I was a little ashamed. I mean, I am ashamed, but then I thought this, this is how it happens. This is why people do shitty things because, because of their babies. Yeah. <laughs> That's anything. Anytime you encounter somebody doing something annoying in the world, it's because of a fucking baby, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to leave my baby in the car. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's really hot. Even with the car running, then someone's going to steal the car and, you know, in the process, steal my yeah, get baby. get a bonus baby. They'll uh-huh. be excited. They'll go to they'll go to sell the car to the scrap dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the scrap dealer will be like, ooh, ooh I got an extra for the baby. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, he'll yeah. volunteer to so pay that, extra. So that's my shameful secret. You know what I would do with the cart in that situation? I would, this is what I usually do. Just fling I, it from you? Yeah, I see the nearest. I see, I see the direction of the nearest uh, cart corral. I think that's what they're called. Sometimes they're labeled cart, yeah. cart corral. Cart corral uh, or pen. And just give it a good kick in that direction. Pretty, it's pretty safe, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, at the Home Depot, it's at the front of the store. Yeah, well, so don't, I mean, park closer. And you won't have oh, to worry about okay. it. okay, sure. Or I mean, give, it a, my first give it a man-sized kick. Mm-hmm. Or kick it partway and then yell at some other guy, hey, can I have an alley-oop? <laughs> okay. That's then they'll know what you're talking about. A little help doesn't it doesn't really mean that when you say alley oop. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a guy named Alley Oop uh, who wandered around the the city in which I was born, um, wearing a dress. I guess he was some sort of crazy shell shocked vet, and he would just wander around in a dress, being nice to people more or less, but kind of crazy. Okay. Yeah. How did he make make his living? I don't know. Maybe from the VA. Okay. Maybe he was institutionalized, and they just let him wander around in a house dress and uh-huh. slippers. Did he have clothes underneath or just the dress? By I don't itself? think that he did. Okay. I think he was just wearing a dress. Huh. Yeah. And and if you do that, people won't people leave you alone. I don't know if people left him alone or not. Okay. I was a little kid when this was a thing. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of things happening in cars that you regret. Uh, I don't really regret this because I don't think that it was my fault. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I screwed up my car. 
I, dro- I drove I drove to San Francisco mm-hmm. uh, to go to the arcade game show uh, mm-hmm. convention. Yeah, what was that called again? California Extreme. It's yeah. Em- it's embarrassing. It's did, like, did that sound excited? I was really I excited. To go to the rock gym called Climamax, mm-hmm. uh, but I just never wanted to talk about it because the name is so douchey. Yeah, it I kind of feel that way about California Extreme. Yeah. It, this could just have, because it is such an exciting thing, it could have a really boring name like California Arcade and Pinball Game Convention Show mm-hmm. or why, something. Why like does that. it have the name California in it anyway? Because it takes place in California. Yeah, so do a lot of things. You know, mm-hmm. not everything is called California. It's not called California Los Angeles. That's true. Is I mean, it? I guess you or don't go California visit California Hollywood. You don't go visit the California Space Needle. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good. So we went to California Extreme and. Uh, I bought some arcade games, and so I had to rent a U-Haul to bring them back to Arizona. And a I towed, California U-Haul. I to, yes, a California U-Haul. And I towed, I towed my car back. Um, hey, I would like to air a grievance against U-Haul. They sent me one of those surveys in the email that was like, hey, describe your experiences. And I kind of... I kind of went off on them. I told, I told some, I told them in the, would you ever recommend this to a person? Uh, I said, I would only recommend somebody use your service if I specifically wanted to screw up their plans. Like if I thought they were going to use the truck to commit a genocide. A genocide? Yeah. Well, because that's something that you might do. I mean, if, uh-huh. so like if you're like going to commit your summer vacation, no, if you're going to commit a genocide, mm-hmm. you probably need a truck, sure, of some yeah, sort, right? Like either to cart the bombs to wherever or the i don't know a whole bunch of guillotines I, mm-hmm. how do you how do you do a genocide well sometimes people do a slow genocide so it'd be like uh lollipops that would give kids gingivitis oh okay and then they the and then like some way or, of uh, childhood diabetes hurting the dental infrastructure of the mm-hmm. country so that the gingivitis wouldn't get treated and That's would then really spread to their hearts and, holding everything and up yeah kill them yeah yeah give them worms yeah that'll happen uh I've had multiple dentists tell me that if you don't take care of gingivitis, that it will kill you. Like, that it, it, gingivitis is a thing that the life cycle of gingivitis is that it gets into your gums, and then if you don't treat it after a few years, it goes into your heart and kills you. Really? I would expect... I mean, I'm not going to really dispute that, but I would expect that the way it would kill you is by having an infection go up into your brain and kill you no because it's really close apparently that's not it really yeah and your heart yeah the closest way to a man's heart is through his gum disease that's what that's what they say i'm you know i'm I'm not gonna say that that's not true somebody was so we were towing the car back behind the u-haul from from california and uh somebody somebody pulled up beside us and waved us at waved at us and said to roll down our window and we did and they said there's something wrong with the tire on the car that you're towing it's all messed up and I pulled over, and sure enough, it had gone flat and shredded and just, like, ripped the shit out of my back bumper. And you and didn't feel it scra- at all? No. I mean, wow. it, there were so many layers between us and, like, the... Sure, bumps You know, we were in the front of a big truck, and it was on a towing... On a towing hit, a tow hatch. Right, and so you were sitting on a... Probably an inflatable donut. Yeah, something. I was sitting on a hemorrhoid donut on a spring uh, on top of the chair, which was another another thing. Also, I was really drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get anxious. It's legal in California. Yeah, no, right? it is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. That's why people go there. Yeah, you can't use a cell phone, but you can be as drunk as you want. Mm-hmm. That's, it's like when you get your tonsils taken out and you can have as much ice cream as you want. They yeah. were like, we need, to, we need a spoonful of sugar to help this medicine go down. And so when they made it illegal to drive uh, talking on a cell phone, mm-hmm. they just they, they did away with all of the drunk mm-hmm. driving laws. It's one or the other, and yeah. people, people preferred yeah. to you've, not You've have made I. your choice. Well, it, apparently it's five times worse for you to be texting while driving than, drunk. than being drunk yeah, while driving. I believe so, it. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Absolutely. 
I'm also not going to recommend that unless you're in a lawless state like California that doesn't give a shit about people. Yeah, of course not. Mm -hmm. I mean, here's what happens in California. They vote for Arnold Schwarzenegger for their governor. Wait, mayor? Mayor of California? (laughs) He was the mayor of Sacramento. He was the Duke, the Duke of California. The barbarian lord of California. Uh, anyway, and then, no, yeah, and he, like, with with a guy like that making decisions, it might as well, there might as well be no laws at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. He's just gonna, he's gonna, like, depending on what level his steroid sinusoidal function is at, right? Because I feel like a guy who uses a lot of steroids, all of their moods are become sinusoidal. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds very serious. It's math. It's pretty math. It's uh, very math. Yeah, it tells you when uh, things are high for a while and then low for a while in kind of a curve. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a biorhythm, except mm-hmm. in this case it's a steroid rhythm. Okay. Yeah. I'm following you now. Anyway, that's why all the laws are so screwed up. That's why people can just walk down the street smoking pot. Everywhere? No, just in San Francisco, I guess. Okay, so... That's um, why people can just poop on the street. We went to park the car, and then it turned out that the reason that nobody parked there was because there was just a full-size toilet sitting in the parking spot. This is a real thing that happened. What? Like a, just a, a ceramic toilet? A ceramic, like, yeah, like a like a full-sized, normal porcelain toilet. Before that, we had what seen What was two, it hooked up to? Nothing. It was just sitting on the street, which is where all the shitting happens in San Francisco anyway. Then why isn't it happening into the toilet? Prior to that, we had seen two urinals sitting on the sidewalk, which oh. we thought maybe there's a Duchamp exhibit. I really, you should have grabbed one. I really want one. Do you? I, w- I really want to install a urinal in my in my uh, bathroom. Just pee in the sink. Mm, I I want the the real deal. No, the sink is exactly like a urinal. No, it isn't. I mean, I guess I could just make do and just cut a hole in the wall and just pee in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Get down, just the insulation will soak it up. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, and just put a fan in there to uh-huh. help dry it out. It's cat litter, right? I bet that would work. Oh yeah, yeah. you get that clumping litter. And yeah. then it'll uh, turn into even better insulation. It'll yeah. be like an adobe. It expands and then seals in the sound. She made an adobe house out of clumped cat litter. <laughs> <laughs> but the only way it works is with urine, not water. Yeah, I know. But I mean, that's it's not like you're running a shortage of cat urine. No. At I'm, any point not in your life. Ever. If, you, if you own cats, you, you probably got enough cat urine. Hey, did I tell you that I, I finally pulled uh, my cat's uh, testicles out of the freezer? No. Yep. What would you do with them? Uh, they're drying out in the sun. Okay. And then I'm going to bake them just to kill bacteria. And then I'm going to put them into a block of resin. Okay. You're going to, ba- you're really going to bake them? Yeah. I mean, you know, heat them up. So that they don't rot yeah. inside the, huh? I'm not sure about this plan, Roy. Why? Why didn't you just put the frozen ones inside the resin? Because uh, there's probably, uh, I guess I probably would have killed all the bacteria, right? Probably. I don't know. Suffocating it. I don't know. I mean, it, at the same time, it would be kind of cool if there were some bacteria in there that woke up and it was like, oh man, we're awake and it's been 10 years. Like, uh-huh. no bacteria has ever lived this long. What and does then, the future ah! hold? Oh no, we're trapped in a cage of resin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at least we got plenty of cat nut to eat. <laughs> sure. For a while. Cat nut. Yeah. And they build oh, up a little society. That sounds like a delicious snack. <laughs> they end up etching an epic poem into the side of the cat nut shaped depression in the resin, but it's in a language that you can't read. Right. Special, special. So really, this is just language. a metaphor for the futility of all human endeavor. 
Well, you know, I mean, nothing really means anything, so. Yeah, the end of the day. I'll be fine. We're all just a bacteria sitting in a cat nut in a block of airtight resin. Uh, I was listening to this show called Radiolab, which I think you are familiar with. And if we have any listeners out there that are not, you should check it out. It's really interesting. But uh, it was talking about the Voyager. Um, it's not a shuttle. The Voyager uh, satellite. I, is that called a satellite? I think it was a probe. Probe. There you go. Uh, and as it was leaving our uh, solar system, uh, Carl Sagan got them to turn it around and take one last photo. It wasn't as it was leaving the solar system. It was out of range for <clears throat> photographs. Yeah, the pale blue dot photo. Yeah, the pale blue dot. And um, his wife was talking about it, and she said something that um, what he said was something like, every person you've ever loved or known, every famous person in history, like they're all on that tiny, tiny speck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that really puts things into perspective. I guess. Well, I mean... Things do mean something, right? But ultimately, uh, things don't, don't I, mean anything. I don't know if I believe that they do at all. Well, things for you mean something, right? In your life, like your daily, you know, activities, things you care about, you still care about them. To get a little, to get a little, uh, a little too serious, I when I actually start thinking about this, uh, what the conclusion that I ultimately draw is that even the concept of meaning is meaningless. So sure. But we can conceive it. Yeah, sure. We can conceive all kinds of things. Yeah. I I can conceive conceive a lot of stuff if I have some money. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think about that. How do we, how do we get from cat nuts to that? Uh, well, the, the, the sort of episode of Futurama that I, the spec script for Futurama that I wrote about the unfrozen caveman bacteria in your cat's nuts. Ah, okay. In the Got it. Yeah. All right. The, so they're, they're bounded in a nutshell and count themselves a king of infinite space. Uh, that's kind of beautiful. Yeah. Um, so at this California extreme exhibit, what, what did you buy? What I bought, I bought some, I bought some arcade games. We talked, I don't remember if I talked about this on video games, hot dog or not. I bought star uh, Wars like and Rampart right? and solar Fox and Neo Geo and APB. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I did not buy Oingo Boingo. That's not what it's called. Congo Bongo. Oh, uh, I don't like games where things are Oingo Boingo game. Oh yeah, it's like the Journey game, except not just garbage. Was the Journey game garbage? The Journey game is pretty garbage. Okay, and it had digitized photos of Steve Perry and the other members of Journey. Huh? Yeah, Uh, I got a picture of Wes wearing his Journey shirt, which he is an unironic fan of Journey. Okay, Uh, wearing his Journey shirt by the Journey video game machine. machine. Okay. Um, Yep. What other um, band video game tie-ins are there? Uh, well, there was that Aerosmith game where music is the weapon. It was called Revolution X. Huh. And it was a gun shooting game where you were... I think you start out at an Aerosmith concert. Or maybe you eventually get to an Aerosmith concert. That's the goal. But then the New World Order, like, I don't know, Illuminati goons come in and with their black helicopters and try to stop everybody from having fun. That sounds more like a Nine Inch Nails game. You you fire a... Well, no, I mean, maybe they, they represent... Uh, you know what? There is almost... I, I think that there might have actually been a logo for the New World Order guys that looked very similar to a Nine Inch Nails logo. Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it. Really? Uh, but... I would have called it Pretty Hate Machine. Anyway, you got like a machine gun and then a button that launches CDs that are bombs. Huh. Um... 
That, I mean, that really sends a negative message about music. I don't remember. Music binds the world together. This game might have been a conversion for the Terminator 2 game, or it might have been its (laughs) own thing. I don't really know. Okay. So uh, it's essentially the same game. They just ma- made you into a concert goer well, instead I mean, of a... there were different enemies, and th- I mean, it depends on what it depends on what you mean by the game, like whether or not it's the same game, right? Mm, I mean, sure. Is Miss Pac-Man the same game as Pac-Man? Kind of, but yeah, kind but of she has not. a bow. Yeah, she has a bow and different behaviors. Mm-hmm. She doesn't slow down to eat the dots. That's true. This is the wrong podcast for us to talk Sorry. about video games. Maybe someday you can be a care guest about video on games. Video Games Hot Dog, and then you can get all your video games talking about out of the way. Sure. Take five minutes. Like your buddy that invented foot tapping. Uh, I don't know. You said something about that. We, we, we went and saw your other buddy, Jethro's uh, murals again. I showed Wes those. Oh, cool. Yeah, the mural store. He uh, just... Oh, I should have told you about this. He did an exhibit that the opening was on Friday. Hmm. In Phoenix? Yeah, no, in, in San, Francisco. San Francisco. I should have gone to it. Yeah, I, I saw it, we I saw it advertised at Wes and Rachel's in their Juxtapose magazine. Hmm. Anyway, so mm-hmm. yeah, that was my weekend and fucking up my car. Right. I'm really sad did, that my but, car is so um, So did you put on a spare and then? I put on a spare and just drove it home. I mean, okay. I have a full-size spare. So how is this U-Haul's fault? It's not. Oh. The problem that I had with U-Haul was that we got to the U-Haul and they just didn't have the thing that we were there to pick up, even though I had reserved it. And I to- I spoke to them the day before, told them when I would come and get it. And I got there and they had just fucking sold it to somebody else. And this is just a thing that they do all the time. Really? I saw them when I was waiting in line. I heard the guy behind the counter sell a truck out from under somebody else because he was an hour late to pick it up. And, that and isn't they a don't thing. warn you about that. No, that's not they don't say they if you're not here at the time. I was an hour late. Uh-huh. At the time. And I was like, wow, I'm really glad that they didn't do this to me. Huh. Yeah, it's bullshit. That is bullshit. Okay. It's like airlines selling more flights or selling more tickets than there are seats on the plane because invariably some people don't show up. But then what that means is that a lot of the time you'll get there and like, oh, sorry, that you buying a ticket doesn't actually mean that you have a plane ticket. Yeah. And then you yell at them. A the lot of the that, my understanding is, a lot of that has to do with uh, where you buy your ticket. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if you buy it on Expedia or something like that, you're lower in the totem pole. If oh. you buy your ticket from the airline itself, which is going to be more expensive, they're, you're higher up. They won't generally do that to you. Well, I like to gamble. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, my son. Mm-hmm. What? You get on some flights, you don't get on some flights. It's all uh, the same to me. Yeah, yeah. That's good advice. Uh yeah, so should we what what's up next? The is this the point where we do the to, the segment of our show we call topics? No, it's not. This what is the point doing? when we just talk bullshit about stuff. No, but aren't we supposed we we're supposed and to And then you tell people We transition into is topics not prior to the cocktail? Nope. I thought we transitioned into topics. No. Man, why is it that every and time we old sit business, in this it's you know, I wrote it all on a piece of paper in front of you and there it is. Oh. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I moved it. Hey, have you been watching the Olympics? Is that something that you get excited about? No. Oh. No, I, I so when we we, uh, we went to Bennigan's a couple of times and they had the Olympics playing mm-hmm. at, at Bennigan's. I saw I don't know. Oh, okay. That's your that I saw the a, story? I saw a gymnast, uh like a I, I think a Hungarian gymnast who was thirty nine years old. Whoa, so yeah. there's still hope. And I thought, yeah, I could still become a Hungarian gymnast. That's it's not too late. Awesome. You know, because I remember being in high school and thinking, 
it is too late for me to be a gymnast mm-hmm. in the Olympics, and now I'm 36. It's yeah, probably. I, I could still get in to the next one. It is probably too late. Mm. I, I I doubt. I, I don't know, Roy. I, I mean, not to underestimate. I mean, I know that we, we, we grew up being told we could do anything that we set our minds to. You yes. know, I did not grow up being told that. What about Did Julia? you grow up being told that? No. I think that's a thing that kids today grow up being told. I was just told. always good at one thing. You were thing. just good at stuff? Yeah. Not stuff. I was no, good at... You were just good at a thing. A thing that I was interested in. Yeah. Uh, I was good at a thing that I was interested in, but it turned out not to be a thing that produced anything that anybody recognized as having any value mm-hmm. until many years later. But you weren't discouraged, I was good were at, you? Uh, I think I was, I was pretty... I was kind of discouraged from creative pursuits. Okay. I mean... My father was always very encouraging as far as art went. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother was encouraging in principle, but she always wanted, she was afraid for my well-being and being being able to make a living. I was always told to and work her, hard mm-hmm. and to hold down a job and to be responsible and to pay my bills on time and stuff. Sure. Not keep reaching for the stars and you can do whatever the fuck you want, mm-hmm. which I feel like is what they tell kids now. And that's why those kids don't get a job at Taco Bell or something. Right. You go to Taco Bell and it's just a Mexican woman, which is appropriate, I guess. Mm. But you want it to it's be a, misleading. You right? want it because to be a that teen. isn't Mexican food. Well, it's kind of it has a Mexican name. Anything that has a name in Spanish is Mexican. Okay. Um yeah, I mean my solution was is that I uh I'm hanging on to the coattails of a more successful friend. Oh good, good. Mm-hmm. I should do that. Yeah, you sh- you should also do that. Yeah. Seems like a pretty good plan. I know a lot of people that do that. It's mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Most of your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Roy, we have some we have some old business to take care of. We have some topics to discuss. We have a, a bunch of things that are apparently wait, supposed wait, to happen wait, in wait, a specific wait, order. Wait, wait, wait. I love the Olympics. Oh, right. Sorry. I forgot that we were talking about the Olympics. No, right. that's all. I just I'm have s- to say that. I fucking love the Olympics. Yeah. I'm saying it have here. You been spe- have you been going to places where there's television and watching them? You can watch a lot of it online, so I do some of that. But even, you know, even just hearing about the Olympics, I just love the idea of the Olympics, that and the World Cup. I hate watching people fuck stuff up. Like, mm. I hate watching, I hate seeing these... Like Louis C.K.'s show, Louis? Failures. Uh, no. Or no, Curb I enjoy, Your Enthusiasm. I or? enjoy all of that. Okay. I, I mean real failure. I, like, I don't like seeing... Fa- uh, you know, like I you've mean, been working your whole life, and now you fall. Yeah, down this on is the your one. Page. This is your one chance, and mm-hmm. you just fucked it up. But what about the people who don't? And it is amazing. Not know? worth it. She's 15 years old now. She's a winner. Well, if all if that was all they showed, but I feel like there's this Schadenfreude angle going on that they tap into because you want to see the emotions, right? You want to see the agony and the ecstasy. That's what the public wants: the sure. bread and the circus. But you could just watch the clips of the people who won. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to seek that out. Oh. I, uh, I feel for them. I don't actually root where for people anyone. were riding bicycles around in some kind of bowl. Okay. Yeah. That, it's the bike that's, bowl. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. The, sponsored I by, want a sponsored golden bike bowl. Sponsored by Frito-Lay. The Frito-Lay.com bike bowl. Okay. All right, Roy. Got all of those things that I was talking thank about. You, thank you. Uh, we have to do them. We have to do them. We've got, a, we've got phone calls. Yeah, it's going to be one of those call-in shows, and I'm pretty excited about that. I like these. Uh, But before we get to those, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Okay. This week's cocktail is the Scotch Cobbler, uh, which I like uh, just based on its name. Yeah. Makes you think there's a guy making shoes out of eggs. Mm -hmm. We we went to a place and had a Scotch egg the other day. Yeah, I was telling someone about those. Mm -hmm. They're delicious. Yeah, they are pretty delicious. Mm Mm-hmm. 
What um, is it? It's a hard-boiled egg. Hard-boiled egg sausage. coated in sausage and then breaded and deep-fried. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. And apparently it's authentic. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it lasts 100 years. Uh, that's long Oh, right. We figured, we looked into when it was invented, and it was, it was, really, it mm-hmm. was really scotch. So, like, some, I'm assuming some dudes in scotch uh, college came mm-hmm. up with this one night. Yeah. Yeah, and right, then they because... recorded their idea on a scotch tape. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think they were recording tapes 100 years ago, but the principle is set. Sure. Okay. Whatever they used to. Uh, they, write they, down their they, they did this on the nights and weekends because uh, during the day they were officers in the Scotch Guard. Mm. Good. Uh, that was um, great use of that word and all of those scenarios. Anyway, the Scotch cobbler is uh, some scotch uh, with a little bit of uh, curacao and a little bit of brandy and in a it. tiny and piece it. of leather from your shoe mm-hmm. uh what this is cobbler oh gotcha okay mm-hmm. making shoes uh yeah and then you just pour those things over ice it says two ounces of scotch a dash of curacao and a dash of brandy but i just did some scotch and then a little bit of brandy and a little bit of curacao mm. uh, over the ice stirred it up it tastes uh it's like scotch, only slightly sweeter. And now that all the ice is melting, slightly weaker. Sure. It's it's all right. I, I don't generally like uh, scotch. Yeah. yeah, every once in a while you'll take a sip of it and then go... Bleh. Yeah, I sort Maybe of shiver. That thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, speaking of cocktails, uh, I would like to thank our uh, Advice Hot Dog listener, Andrea, for a delightful, delightful gift that she sent us that arrived in uh, the mail a couple days ago. Uh, a set of cocktail dice. Uh-huh. It combines two of my favorite things, right? Oh. Cocktails and dice. Uh-huh. So so then you just... Uh, so there's a shaker, and then uh-huh. inside the shaker, there are some dice, uh, which oh. I, I guess you could probably use the shaker to shake the dice like it's a dice cup. Yeah, Like it's I a think you sewn would. leather cup. Like you're playing some... Uh, what's a game that you would play? Uh, Yahtzee? Uh, right? Yeah. Don't you okay. shake dice in I that? guess you shake dice in Yahtzee. Yeah, so let's... Uh, uh, let's risk? Let's try this out. Right. I don't think you really shake them in a cup. Let's try it out, Roy. No, shake, you uh, could. Shake the dice... I think maybe you're supposed to use the shaker for the cocktail. Uh, sure, but why can't you use it for both? I guess you could. Um, yeah, but there's dice with ingredients on them, and I guess it's about making a random uh, a random cocktail. Anybody who listens That's to video really games, Dog, will know that I am also a great proponent of procedural content generation. So we've just made our first procedural cocktail. Uh, what are we having, Roy? Uh, well, here, look at the guide, All right, so and I will a, read off the ingredients. In a Collins glass... Okay, in the Collins glass, um, we will have, uh, these are all things to... Okay, so we're going to stir. Gin. We're going to stir it. All right, yeah. gin. Lemon lime soda. Lemon lime soda. Uh, I'm assuming a dash of bitters, and then uh, some lemon juice, and it's garnished with an olive and a sprig of mint. You know, that all sounds pretty good, except for the olive. Mm-hmm. But it could be a sweet olive, or, or a cherry, here. Oh, okay, you've tipped it over, and it's going to be a cherry. Hey, you know that is sounds that like a, that sounds like a pretty good cocktail. And yeah. is it called anything? Uh, no, I don't think that they've got every combination oh, listed they don't? in here. Why no, not? This, this would be this would be the size of a garbage truck if it had every. Yeah, combination but then what do you know listed? what this is called? You make it up. What is oh. it? So it's stirred into a Collins glass. It's, it's gin, lemon, essentially lemon gin. It's essentially a Tom Collins. I mm-hmm. think is what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. it sounds it good. Made us a Tom. Should Collins. we have this next week? Uh, no. Okay. Well, let's roll again next oh, week. Okay. And uh, 
we'll make up a cocktail. Wow, this is really amazing. And Thank we you. Will commit to drinking you, it. You said no it was matter Andrea? what it is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank wow. you so much. This is a really super thoughtful gift. Hmm. Um, we should come up with something cool to send people who send know, us back. A, who yeah. send us a cool gift? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for T-shirts, we send back T-shirts. Right. Uh, we could what send we hot do? dogs. We could make... No, no, no. We send back the cocktail. Oh, right. Just mail her a cooler mm-hmm. with whatever cocktail we're having yeah. so that she can have a cocktail with us. Yeah. We'll let her know ahead of time. Okay. Well, maybe what we what we send her is just the opportunity to have a cocktail with us. The first to know what next week's cocktail is. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. And a picture of us drinking. Do we have an email for Andrea? I don't think we do. I mean, because if we have to send a postcard back, it's going to take a while. Yeah. Okay, a- Andrea, please uh, send us your email so that we can send you next week's cocktail. Uh, Roy, we have some old business. We do have some old business. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, Corinne and I were given a breast bump by some friends, uh, Josh and Stephanie. And at the time, I thought it was too early in our friendship for me to ask whether um, I could stick my dick in it. And it turns out that uh, they they must listen to the show. Uh, so th- thank you, jo- Josh and uh, Stephanie. And uh, Josh's update on the use of the breast pump, which I also assume is after Corinne is done using it, is that it is okay to stick your balls in it, not okay to stick your dick in it. I don't really know what the receptacle on a breast pump looks like uh, because I am, I am really seriously grossed out by that whole process. It looks kind of like this. Like a... The top of a it's cocktail. like a cone and then it has a little container on the back and the bottle connects to that so and he's then just it has saying a tube your your balls would fit in it your dick probably would not maybe unless you've know. got like a like your dick is shaped like a miniature model of half dome yes which i, I mean i'm assuming that it's not because it seems like it would be difficult to successfully impregnate a woman with a half dome dick it probably I I mean, I've never done it. I mean, I guess it would make... Like, there are those pumps that are supposed to make your penis bigger. I wonder if you could have a pump that made your penis squatter. (laughs) Squatter? Yeah, like if you wanted... I want it to be uh, shorter and wider. to the sides, not out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just make it like... uh, Just start to make it look like a half of a a grapefruit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Oh, oh, I see. Like a hockey puck. Well, we we had spoken on uh, Video Games Hot Dog about... uh, getting surgery to make your penis look like the starship enterprise oh how do you do that well I mean, i'm assuming you just I mean, go to like the... a weird trekkie dick doctor <laughs> he probably okay. has a mold uh-huh. <laughs> so what you do is you go in he melts your dick and pours uh-huh. it into a mold uh-huh. uh, that's i think it's made for making uh ice cubes in the shape of the starship enterprise yeah, like yeah. if you want to you know if you want to serve someone a romulan ale with authentic enterprise ice cubes mm-hmm. i'm assuming that that's what <laughs> yeah, they that's... had on the enterprise Everything. I mean, man. all all navy ships are the, like that. The Federation's branding was just really, yeah. Yeah. really egregious, Ridic- just, ridiculous, just everywhere. No, no one uses money, but that's because everything is paid for with advertising dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, they're really proud of that. Like we have evolved past using money. We also have some other uh, old business. Uh, this time in the form oh, of sure. a phone call from fucked up in Finland. Well, hey, advice hot dog. This is. Fucked up in Finland. Uh, I sent you a question last time, and I wanted to call to confirm that I am indeed in Finland. And I believe at the time of I was sending that question, I was also pretty fucked up. So, all right there. 
Um, anyway, uh, what was I going to call you about? Oh, yeah. Awesome show. I like it. And, you know, I'm not the only Finnish person listening to it either because um, there's actually a Finnish review on iTunes about you guys. Uh, I believe it's called Saccharacist and Royal Mexican. So that's correct, I guess. Um, anyway, um, I got a bit, I got into your podcast a bit late and missed the shirt exchange, but I was wondering if you would be, if Roy would be interested in receiving a really sweet Finnish shirt and, uh, if he'd send me a really sweet American shirt in exchange or Mexican shirt, preferably. Oh yeah, and Zach, um, you're, uh, yeah, you totally did remember those sentences correctly, uh, even though the pronunciation is kind of difficult for a non-native person. But yeah, they are indeed. Um, I'm gonna take a piss, and I'm gonna go throw up. So you were right. Uh, well, that's all. Thanks, guys. Keep keep doing the podcast. It's awesome. Bye. Thanks, fucked up in Finland. Yeah. I don't... What? What? <laughs> now it's time for the segment on today's show that we called. No, no. Uh, this is a, a good time to mention. So we, we were listening to a bunch of uh, phone calls, and uh, fucked up in Finland isn't necessarily a question phone call, right? But we did play because it addresses something that Zach said, uh, so it falls under old business. But we get a lot of complaints from people who send in, uh, who call us and say, why don't you play my phone call? I called weeks ago and you guys sit on phone calls for months and months. And the reason is because all of those calls aren't questions. Yeah. <laughs> They're comments about the show, which we really appreciate. Please do that. But you can also include a question into the phone call and then we can play that part. Yeah. So here's, here's my advice for callers. Keep it under a minute. Mm-hmm. All right. Have a stopwatch and maybe practice in the mirror. Practice in the mirror like you're like pretend that we're a girl and you're asking us oh. out. I was gonna say if, if you're having a difficulty with that, uh, pretend that you're naked and then everyone's on the same level field. Oh yeah, right? like, we're already basically they're already laughing at you. Like nothing could possibly be more embarrassing than my discus dick. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna let fly with this question. Yes. I'm gonna turn it loose. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna open the question spigot and just let. The question spray all over Roy and Zach's faces. Yes. Yeah, do that. Roy, now is it time for the segment of the show that we like to call topics? Yes, now it is time. Roy, what's today's topic? It is uh, home repair. I'm against it. (laughs) I'm for it. I like to just let uh, the homes that I own disintegrate. decay. Yeah. Well, because Mm -hmm. I enjoy... Why do you you enjoy that? I like ruins. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? And so you you feel that for the future you're going to start the ruins of for the next society with your house? Uh, no, no. I mean, I'm hoping that because things are houses are manufactured so cheaply uh, mm-hmm. nowadays uh, that it will be ruins like within my lifetime that I will get to enjoy. Oh, so your neighbors I, can enjoy the ruins. I really like it when I I'm serious about this. I, I really like it when there are cobwebs in my house mm-hmm. and I leave them there. And it makes me happy because I feel like I live in a sweet, haunted house. Well, then, uh, I think, Zach, my advice to you is what you are missing is that you need uh, flocked wallpaper. Oh, yeah. Like dark uh, wallpaper that's flocked with, the, like, the fleur-de-lis. Oh, and you're purple right. purple 
purple dark flock oh my god can you still buy that yeah you can i really like, that's want totally a specialty thing now it's kind of expensive it's probably really expensive yeah it's but you can do it i would really like that like if if you're gonna have cobwebs <laughs> you should you know uh i've already got all that i've already got some ornate and... some ornate wood you know and some sure. weird looking sconces mm-hmm. and stuff like you should get some i've like, got a uh, chandelier led torches no no that's not a thing that they had. Like there were okay. Like, then then real candles. It's an electricity era. Candlesticks. It's an electricity era house. Gas lamps. So the thing about a haunted house with electricity in it is that you can also have an electric monster. Oh yeah. Okay. See. Mm-hmm. There's can be ghosts. There can be spiders. And there can be electricity monsters. Like just to like that lightning's gremlin. Mm-hmm. You know when when I find spiders in our house, I don't really do anything about. It. I do clean the cobwebs up once in a while, but I try to get the spiders outside. Huh. And I don't really. If I find a spider web outside, take them outside. Yeah, but I just like. I mean, a lot of the spider webs that I have that I really like, you know, the ones that I really enjoy a lot, are the brown uh, recluse. They're, and... yeah, they're, yeah, they're up really high. Oh, so you can't and get to them. Big tall spiders are not dangerous. Sure. I don't. Well, when I say big tall spiders, I think I mean spiders that live on the ceiling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're probably not spiders whose legs. Yeah, they're not actually that tall. Uh-huh. Uh, daddy tall legs we call them mm-hmm. and they you know you look them you look them in the eye as a as a grown man a six foot two inch grown man spider will walk up to you look you right in the eye that's yeah. how long its legs are yeah you say hello spider that's an intimidating because it has eight eyes and the spider right? says skitter 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 <laughs> now it, it's it's correct right that daddy long legs aren't really spiders i don't know isn't that true they're, yeah they're I they're, they're true. technically fruit uh-huh <laughs> They're like tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right. what, what are your thoughts on home repair? Roy? Uh, I I like doing it. <laughs> I'm I'm actually slowly. Um, it's not even home repair that I'm doing. I'm sort of doing home conversion, where I'm trying to build a lot of stuff into my house. I think when you lived in my house, a lot of what you did was the opposite of home repair. Uh, sure, home destruction. Uh, yeah, a lot of home damage. That was because the woodpeckers started started it. Okay. Right, so I guess I'll sue them. You should. For damages. Yeah, fuck, fuck those woodpeckers. You're not even allowed to shoot them. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I, I well, don't... That, that is right. I pulled off <clears throat> all of the uh, drywall and one of the walls because... Uh, it was filled with woodpecker holes, and two woodpeckers died in there, and that's why it smelled so bad up there. Mm-hmm. That and all the cat pee, that was why you had to tear up all the floors. Yeah, but that wasn't just my cat. Uh, okay. It wasn't just my cat. That's I mean, he... Probably. It was also the neighborhood cats <laughs> that the woodpeckers let in just uh-huh. to fuck with you. Ah, boy, woodpeckers. Can't shoot them. Yeah, peckers is right. Yeah. I understand why they're endangered because I want to kill all of them, mm-hmm. and I'm not even a violent guy. That's why guy. they're protected because yeah. people fucking hate woodpeckers. Yeah, uh, it's like I think it's fine when they're on trees, right? Le- leave the house alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's not even wood; it was covered in stucco. Every once in a while, you'll bang on some like metal, like, and what the fuck is that? Like, are, yeah. is that just a retarded woodpecker? Mm-hmm. Like. Are, are there so few of them that now they're all inbred? Oh, it could be. And I'm just going to peck on this banjo. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to live in there. I just want to ruin something. Uh-huh. I just want to be annoying, make annoying noises, and ruin some expensive shit. Right. That's, what, that's, my, that's my internal monologue of a woodpecker. Uh-huh. That's your woodpecker impression? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Topics done. Thank you, Zach. You're welcome.
Roy. All right, let's get to our questions. <clears throat> okay. We call this section phone calls. Hi, Zach and Roy. I'm going into college in the fall, and they've assigned me a double room with no roommate. So my question is, what should I do with all that empty space? I thought you guys would have a good idea for it. Thanks. Bye. Racquetball court. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Or meth lab. It's not going to be a regulation racquetball court or even a regulation meth lab. Well, it depends on college. Oh, sure. Okay. The, they the, have different the rules for different colleges. Different sized rooms. Oh, right. Different, yeah, different regulations for what constitutes a, a regulation racquetball court. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you could, uh, you could put a curtain across or a beaded, so put a big, thick beaded curtain across, like a light, tight beaded a, curtain. A light, tight beaded curtain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you call I'm, that? I'm sure they make those. <laughs> um, you what? mean like those curtains that are made out of little beads? <laughs> yes. That hang? What? So how do you, what would you call something that obscures all of the light? Like if you, like a blackout curtain. Sure. Like a blackout beaded curtain. Okay. So then on the side of the room that you sleep in, well, uh -huh. or I'm, I don't know. I don't know which one you're going to pick. You have the day side and the night side oh, of your room. Okay. And the night side, you've got a black light. You've got sweet Zeppelin posters. You've got oh. messages that you wrote on the wall in uh, laundry detergent. Mm -hmm. So that they show up only right. in the nighttime side mm -hmm. at night. Um, so it's like a chill out room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Well, one thing that you, you could... And the do. other side, uh, uh, thousands of candles, so that the interior oh. of that room is as bright as the surface of the sun. Sure. How many can candle... What's the candle strength of the sun, do you think? I think, think? it's about a thousand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or one sun strength. Well, I mean, it depends on the... Like, I, I measure my candles in uh, millisuns. <laughs> I, all of my all of my candles are one millisun candles. So I'm not going to make any assumptions about your um, sexual behaviors. So I don't want to be um, I don't want you to be offended by any of this. But if you are the type of lady that is experimenting sexually in college, and you would bring back someone back to your room uh, to make out with them or whatever you want to do with them, I would say that you have this curtain up. And then you tell them that you have to be really quiet because you'll wake up your roommate. So that makes it more exciting. Oh, I, so you always get the thrill of hiding it from some, well, your, exactly. your partners that you're bringing back. Mm -hmm. This this assumes that you're not going to sleep with anybody that knows you well enough that you've shown well, them don't. the dark side. Yeah, don't show them the dark side. Or you let them in <clears throat> after the uh, you know exciting experience. I thought you were gonna. I thought you, you were gonna say that you could have half of the room that was just sort of covered with uh, like everything was coated in plastic and there was like a tarp down uh, to catch any stray fluids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, I mean, the, that does happen in college. Oh, other the other thing that you can do uh, is like a like a Maud Lebowski or a Jackson Pollock style uh, diarrhea painting. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> with this other side, you have a lot of space. You're probably going to want to have some couches or bean bags, things so that you can relax, right? Uh, which will be great because you have so much space, but because you have so much space and it's so inviting, all of your, uh, you know, your whole floor is going to be in there trying to relax with you. Mm -hmm. So whatever you do, 
just realize that it may have to be a secret. Also, if you uh, sign up for the only smoking room on the floor, uh, your room is going to be the smoking room garbage. It's going to be like going going to your room is going to be like going to the dump. Mm -hmm. Uh, But on the other hand, it'll be filled with uh, free packets of cocaine. Right, yeah, and just all over the place. Everybody's like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm giving my cocaine to Zach and Brad and uh, Jaron and Chris. That mm-hmm. was that was who lived in that room. The, my the, your my, room. Your my, room, my room. freshman year of college was it was a, just a dump. None of us, we all had girlfriends elsewhere on the floor, so none of us were sleeping in the room. What about when you broke up? For the most part, well, we just didn't break up. You just found a no. New it was like there was a there was a significant incentive to not break up with the girl <laughs> uh-huh. that we were with because then we would have to go back and use our shower, which you could barely find the shower in our bathroom because it was hiding in a labyrinth of vomit-soaked newspapers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was really? really bad. Did you ever photograph any of this? I didn't. Oh. Well, maybe I did some of it, but uh, this was in the days when uh, cameras used film and it was expensive. Yeah, that's you true. didn't want to waste it on just. Yeah, we we took a, a bunch memories. of we got a bunch of couches from various rooms on the floor, and we had a whole bunch of couches in the oh, yeah. in that room for a while. But yeah, and then it was just like garbage piled up on every surface, and beer bottles, and cigarette butts, and mm-hmm. yeah, because it was the smoking room. It was really gross. Yeah, it's really, really gross. So try try to avoid that, and pretty sweet on having the big room. Well, what you could have is in on the other half, you could just be like, all right, well that's the dump. So now I have I have a room to myself that's the normal size room that I would have if I were sharing it with somebody. But also mm. I get a free dump. Sure. So you then uh, start composting. Anytime you uh, anytime you're feeling like slovenly, anytime you feel like eh, I don't really want to clean this up, you just throw it over into that side of the sure, room. Sure. Just uh, put. Uh, draw a line with uh, masking tape down the middle, and then all the garbage goes on that side. Mm-hmm. Well, half the line is masking tape. The other half of the line is probably just like ink that you spilled. Right. On the but keep side. your side clean, and if anyone comes in, like your RA complains so, like, yes, about my it. Yes, roommate, my, my, yeah, invisible, my, my, side's my invisible garbage roommate has just mm-hmm. been like going hog wild, uh-huh. going buck wild. Buck wild? Yeah. Like a like a young buck, yeah. Oh, st- stag- in the staggering around, slamming his antlers into various things. Uh-huh. That's where all this broken glass and uh, what do you call Pizza that? Boxes. Velvet stuff that comes off of flocking vertigris. Oh, off the off uh, the antlers. Off yeah, the horns? that's why there's vertigris scattered I, I all over. I don't know what that's called. But broken that's glass. What that's and called? I I don't know if that's is that what they put on like uh, bunny Easter banks for you know like the little banks bunny Easter banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Easter time you get a you get a bank from your grand grandmama, and it's uh, soft. It's got a bunch of peso coins in it, and it's <laughs> uh, soft peso coins. It has peso dollars in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they're all like ten billion. It's like a ten billion peso coin because mm-hmm. this is from before they just divided the currency by a hundred thousand or whatever. To mm-hmm. this is how we'll solve inflation. Sure. Yeah, you just knock those zeros down. Yep. Okay, thanks. How about another call? Hi, guys. Uh, I just stopped seeing a girl uh, like two days before her birthday, so I'm now stuck with the present that I had gotten for her. I was wondering, do you think I should hold on to it and uh, try to make another go at the uh, relationship, or should I just try to resell it and get my money back? Uh, sincerely, flying solo out in Soho. Roy, have you ever... Uh... 
dated somebody and then broke up with them and then got back together with them? I have. You have? Yeah, but I mean, I didn't marry any of them, so it didn't work out. Oh, I see. So it's not necessarily a good idea. I've always believed that it was a pretty bad idea. Mm -hmm. Like, if you break up with somebody, it's because you're not fundamentally compatible. Sure. I know there are a lot of people who believe, well, maybe if I just worked on it a little harder that we could make it happen. But I've always believed that, like, the right relationship is not going to be a bunch of work. No, I, I essentially agree with that. But there are many reasons that people do break up. And maybe sometimes people break up over nothing that has anything to do with the actual relationship. I mean, mm, okay. you know, a job or moving or whatever. Or your oh, friends make fun of you. Or, that, I mean, if you if you decide to not be together... Yeah, that's weird. I guess I don't think of that as being breaking up. Like, if you're you like, know, like, oh, we, we went... Like... I dated a girl at the end of my freshman year in college, and then I went home, and I wasn't going back to mm. there. And right. I guess we broke up. You did, right? Yeah. But then if you had gone but back, But there wasn't like a moment where up. we were like, we're breaking up, right? Like, it was it was just a, all right, um, well, this this there's no relationship anymore because... No, I've always needed to actually break up because then there are other girls that totally want on me. But I say, no, I have a relationship with this girl in another state. Okay. And they're like, oh, I totally respect what you're saying. And I'm going to blow you for it. No, that didn't happen. That did never happen? Nope. See, I think having the relationship in the other state makes you irresistible to women. Mm -hmm. Which is why when you're single, you just lie. And you say that you have a girlfriend in another state. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, it's a perfect plan. Okay. But then you're a cheater, There's right? no doubts. Ah. Then you only attract the ladies that expect you to cheat on them. I think you're only a cheater if there is like an ABA situation going on. Which is? Right. If, well, no, like if you have sex with one girl and then have sex with a second girl and then have sex with the first girl again, oh, then I you see. cheated on the first girl. If you are, it, like, I don't think that leaving someone, sleeping with somebody else before you let the first girl know that the relationship is over. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that counts. Or hasn't as, happened. I don't think that counts as cheating. Huh. Okay. You know, if you're going to break up with somebody and then you sleep with somebody else as a way of like sort of forcing mm -hmm. the issue in your head. Uh, it's a little gray. It really depends on what that I, relationship is. I certainly is. feel though that it is, that is not nearly as much of a transgression as being with somebody, sleeping with somebody else, and then continuing to be with the first person. Sure, I, right? I will. I, mean, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I do remember also, a day when eating you're is not cheating. <laughs> disappointed in me for uh, before I broken up with someone kissing somebody else. Oh, that's probably true. I mean, I was a real, I, I was a real asshole. I had some really dumb ideas about the way that the world worked when I was younger, and that didn't stop me from being very confident in them. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that maybe in 10 years you will uh, feel that way about you now? Probably. Huh. Yeah, because I definitely f have felt this way at times when I that I can now remember uh, and, and think back on how dumb I was. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do? Live and, I, I live and learn is what you're going to do. Yeah, you just try for the next time. Yeah. Um, just so be, th I, be thankful that at the end of the day, nothing fucking matters. Sure, yeah. Uh, just just be cool to people. <laughs> um, so I kind of wish I knew what the present was, right? I'm and, guessing and it was some you, jewelry. Why do you have to resell it? Why can't you just take it back to where you got it? Right? Mm. Or uh, just wait for the next girl. Find a girl exactly like this girl who broke up with you. 
But then she'll Date break her. up with you. I mean, it'll be like yeah, an but give it to her before she gets a chance. To. Oh man, maybe that'll be it. Maybe, Don't wait maybe, for her birthday. Maybe if you had given this girl yeah, this she present, break up with she you. wouldn't have broken up with you because she would have been like, oh man, this guy is a sweet source mm-hmm. of presents. Yeah, exactly. Uh, don't hold on to a present or, you know, don't try to make a relationship work so that you can give her her birthday present. That's not a good plan. Yeah. Uh, here, you know, in fact, to, to, to convince yourself not to do this, to, 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 to force your hand. Uh, I've, I have found that in my life, what will happen a lot of the times is I will, I will know what I want but I will have a hard time actually deciding to go for what I want. So I will get drunk and I will do something that effectively tricks myself into doing what I want. Like I knew an example. Well, actually from this past weekend, okay. I knew that it was irresponsible for me to stay in San Francisco for an extra day past the end of, of the the convention that we were going to, Mm -hmm. but I really, really, really wanted to. And so when I was drunk, going to bed the night when the following day was when I had to make my decision. I just sent somebody an email and made plans with them for the following day. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, all right, well now I have these plans, so I have to do it. Oh, okay. This is what I'm saying. When I, cause you don't want to disappoint when anyone. I was deciding what, yeah, well, I mean, once you've committed to, I mean, once you've told somebody else that you're going to do something, then you have to do it. I mean, that's, that's just mm-hmm. integrity, right? Uh, when I was, working at that shitty call center job and it was coming up on the time when I uh, was going to go from being a temp to being a permanent employee there and I knew that I did not I knew that it was a terrible idea to stay in this job because it was just a soul crushing garbage job Mm -hmm. and the money was pretty good and so it was tempting to stay but I was like, God damn it, I'm not, I can't do this. I cannot stay in this job. So I just smoked a ton of weed so that I would fail the drug test and not get the job. Huh. And like, Good it was plan. like, I, in the, but it just in the, in that space, in that, like at that party where I was drunk and I was like, I know now that I should not keep this job. And in the morning, I'm probably going to think it's a good idea to keep this job. So I I need to, the the me now needs to send a message forward into the future to the me that will change his mind. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, can't you just now, if you're in that same situation, would you make yourself smoke the weed or make the, oh, I guess that. I, I guess mean, you I, did make plans. You still do it. Yeah, I probably would. I mean, uh-huh. I like, and, and you know, maybe maybe that's. I mean, not... I feel like you can also decide and say. See, I think some no, people that job is shitty. I'm some people, would, some people would characterize that as like making a decision with their heart instead of their mind. But the only time that my heart comes out is when I'm drunk. I see. Okay. When I, when I become a being of pure emotion, mm-hmm. that's what I do, and I'm like, yeah, let's get high, and make dinner plans. Okay. That's the kind of things I do. So here's my suggestion to this guy. Uh, take this, get drunk, take this present, and just throw it off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And then you won't have to worry about it. Then, you, then like, the decision is made. You're like, all right, this is not a thing that I'm hanging on to. This is not a thing that I have to deal with anymore because I have thrown it off of a fucking cliff. I, I need to say something. Don't get too close to the edge of the cliff because you're really drunk. Okay. Be safe here. Also, uh, if you got her a baby, you might want to rethink. Yeah, don't throw the baby out with the cliff water don't don't throw the baby out with the cliff bar wrapper uh-huh <laughs> that is what you were trying to do I, I also am a real litter bug when i'm drunk it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah you are it's pretty terrible uh cliff bars are pretty good yeah yeah they they look like shit but i think they're pretty good they are you get tired of them in a hurry 
well, yeah, I mean, if you're using them to actually take with you on a hiking trip, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't do that. You should just have them around your house. So okay. That when so you're you working on the computer. You have, like one cliff bar every couple of months uh-huh. is pretty good. Yeah. The tenth cliff bar on this fucking trip. Yeah, because is just like God damn it. The flavor between brownie and peanut butter and uh, I was white chocolate say chicken pox. Mocha That's not a flavor. Buzz, buzz, buzz. I think yeah. it might be a Ben and Jerry's flavor. Chicken <laughs> pox. Yes, chicken chicken pox mocha. Uh yeah, they they pretty much taste the same. They they all have like this cliff bariness. Yeah, it's all sort of just like Alfalfa eating dirt. Or something. Yeah, I mean it's. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you're just you know, like all I want is a fucking sandwich. Like it, it, it gets to the point where you've eaten just prepared dried foods and stuff that you've reconstituted. Mm-hmm. You're just like I just want like. A, a leaf of a lettuce. I would trade a thousand calories of this meal for a single leaf of lettuce. Isn't can't you uh, have like vacuum sealed sandwiches? I don't think that so. That won't they're irradiated or something. There oh, must maybe. be. A I way. guess you could get like a pasteurized sandwich, or it's just freeze dried and you add water to the sandwich. And that'd probably not be very good. Like I a can. You could, a, you could take a can sandwich with you, yeah. It's a real product. Is it? You can get like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a can, yeah. Well, what about turkey or ham? I don't I don't know. Huh. Maybe you could. It's probably I no lettuce, I know you can though. get t- t- tamales in a can. What about tomatoes? You can get canned tomatoes. Yeah, you can. Cans are heavy, <clears throat> though. And, you know, take only dumps, leave only footprints. Sure. So you can't... Uh, if you take a can and you have to Wait, carry a can Aren't you supposed to out. also take your dumps with you? Shit. Yeah, don't tell anybody that I ignore that rule. <laughs> you can fill the cans with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's pretty mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. Next caller. Hi, Advice Hot Dog. This is Ziggy Zagnut. I recently came into uh, quite a large supply of boric acid. Um, and I was reading online that you can use boric acid in conjunction with menthol, also called wood naphtha, uh, to make green poi, uh, basically green pyrotechnics. And um, I am very interested in this. I have the, I have the uh, boric acid, but I'm curious to know where in the world would I buy menthol uh, or wood naphtha? And I think it's a different kind of menthol than is in a bunch of cigarettes. So that's my question. Thank you. So, uh, Ziggy, cursory research reveals that it is not menthol but methanol. Uh, mm. is so it's basically like just it's, yeah, it's like wood alcohol right uh-huh. like and so yeah you just you know you get it from a bum you get it from like a hobo who is drinking methanol. md2020 i know that you uh if you that's, if that's you are distilling stuff mm-hmm. and you fuck up uh you can produce a bunch of methanol uh, i learned that from our buddy who is a distiller but what uh, if you're trying to make methanol yeah then i think what you do is you go you get some raisins and a can and some glass tubing, and then you just do a shitty job of fermenting the raisins. Um, and that's where you're going to get the wood naphtha. Is, is that how wine is made, out of raisins? Yeah, raisins in a can. Uh-huh. And you got you need some bacteria in there, so maybe use one of your... Don't don't use a can that's full of poop from your camping just trip. Just a little bit. But yeah, like... That you pooped in dump and it, dump it out. Dump it out. Don't, don't rinse it out. Dump it twice. Yeah. Um, over on the night side of mm-hmm. your room. Just... If you got a can of dump, just hurl it over there. Okay, so so it is methanol, but I he his questions he still wants to know where to get menthol, right? 
So go to a drugstore and just use candy. Okay. Menthol candies. Uh, yeah. That works. Yeah. Or get some, some Hall's. Vicks, Vicks yeah, some rub. Hall's cough drop. So, yeah. D- so distill some Vicks Vapo Rub. Ah, but that would be delicious. It would be. Yeah, some uh, just like peppermint schnapps, except it's just Hall's schnapps. Uh, okay, so um, where I lived before was at your house, and the shed in the back used to get bees uh, all the time. It probably still does. And we had a guy come out and get rid of the bees. He poisoned them. And he, he said, you know, in the future, what you can do to discourage them is put in some menthol. So just buy some cough drops, put them down this hole, and then the bees won't, won't want to build their nest there. Did that work? No, but it smelled really nice. <laughs> do, do but you think you know, that that a, guy was a big shed? Do you I think that know. that guy was just in league with big cough drop? Yeah, big, and uh, big Vix and was hired to yeah. It could be. I I don't know how how they work. Um, trader Vix. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a trader Vic. Yeah, that, that's what you should do. Just just get some uh, va- Vaseline. Yeah, get a beehive, fill it with Vaseline, and then it'll turn into cough drops. Maybe, Little hexagonal cough drops. Maybe this that's, is, that's all cough drops are is dried Vaseline, right? It is. You can make your own. I mean, I, I've been making my own baby wipes. Why not make your own cough drops? What have you been making your own baby wipes out of? Uh, paper towels. <laughs> so you've just been wiping your baby's ass with paper towels? Yep. No, uh, we we were given a recipe that was used by one of uh, Corinne's coworkers, and she used it for both of her kids, and her friend used it for her kids, and I thought, oh, let's try it out. And uh, I'm going to give the recipe right now. You t- you take a paper towel roll, and you cut it in half. Uh, I did a little experimentation, and I found that Viva paper towels made by Kleenex are uh, soft, and they're very durable. Um, then you find a container to put them in, and in that container, I actually mix this first. You put in two cups of water, then one tablespoon of baby oil, and one tablespoon of this product called Magic Baby Wash. It's like a baby shampoo. It's like a Dr. Bronner's, but for babies. Exactly. You mix it up, and then you put your uh, you pull out the tube from the middle of the paper towel. You put it in the container, and you let it soak, and then uh, you pull the wipes from the middle. Okay. I actually like them more than regular wipes. I, you know, we've been using those too, and I. That seems like it would be more expensive than just buying baby wipes. It isn't. Hmm. I also like making stuff. Sure, kimchi. I mean, I know wipes, that you like whatever. taking a lot more time than it should take to do. I do more or less everything. You know, one of the things that really bothers me about all the baby products and stuff is all of the packaging. And with this, it's basically, you know, like a big package of paper towels. And I don't have all of these plastic things. And I use a ceramic container, uh, which is really easy because it doesn't move around when I'm trying to use it. And all the baby wipe containers are plastic, mm-hmm. you know, and they tip over and stuff. And that's not yeah. really useful. You can also use them as flushable uh you know, toilet wipes. Wipes for yourself, yeah. For yourself. Uh, I feel like you could also just, like, do, like, you could do like they do in India and just wipe your baby's ass with your hand. Probably. Um, n- now, that does get all the shit off, uh, but it doesn't, you know, actually wipe. It. It's still there. Well, just Mostly. a little bit of it. I mean, and, but and I mean, the urine. But really, that's kind of, like, being alive is just, like, 
essentially having a little bit of shit on you all the time sure, but is it the doesn't, human condition. Like if a baby uh, urinates in, into the diaper, it doesn't clean any of that off, right? So you can have chafing because You just of wipe that. it with your hand again. Your oh. hands never chafe. Uh, okay, but my hands aren't covered in urine in a diaper, right? Wait, I mean, my hands aren't. I don't know about your hands. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, take another call from Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Ziggy says Ziggy uh, uh, Ziggy says I was being uh, oh. National Treasure Dean Stockwell. Oh, all oh, right. Hey guys, this is Ziggy Zagnut. First of all, I wanted to thank you and your listeners for uh, supporting me in my uh, race for the cure for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. I raised a bunch of money. Um, unfortunately, I had gallbladder surgery. Uh, during the, the days leading up to the race, and so I have to postpone that race until September. But uh, I, I really do appreciate uh, the support and the heads up you gave everyone about that. My question is this. I have Crohn's disease, which means sometimes I get volcanic diarrhea, and it hits me really fast. So if I'm in public and I go to a restroom where there's 14 or 15 guys standing in line ready to go in, is it appropriate for me to say, look, guys, I have Crohn's, and I'm about to have diarrhea shit all over the floor. Can I go ahead ahead of you in line um, and, sort of, and sort of jump ahead? I know it's sort of a, a pretentious thing to do, but at the same time, I do at times have a legitimate medical reason to go first. How would you handle that situation? I don't want to be a jerk. I also don't want to shit on everyone's shoes. All right, thank you. This has been Ziggy Zagnut and Fillmore. Bye. So uh, Ziggy also, prior to this, asked us another question, which is, what is the best way to get a serious answer out of us instead of a jokey asshole answer? And our answer is that all of our questions are serious. We're just not serious about things. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, just, they're all the, the way that answers. we answer these things, this is really what I would do this if I had my own extra half of a room. Mm-hmm. You should come and look at... Seriously, come it's and like look crazy house. Come and look at my house, and then think honestly. Oh, yeah, he really that did. Makes sense. He really did mean that. Like, mm-hmm. if he was in the situation, he really would put up a light tight bead curtain and fill the other half of a room with fucking yeah. garbage. The, those vines on the outside really are destroying his house. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bathtub really did fall through the roof because of the body that they yeah, tried also, to dispose. Why was, yeah, why was my bathtub? Why, why were we doing it on the roof? <laughs> like that was really the first it's like oh man we gotta hide this body uh let's disintegrate it in public view because <laughs> that way it'll be like oh those artists at it again with another yeah. fake corpse dissolving project <laughs> also yeah, as an they, alibi oh. we established a pattern of fake corpse dissolving yeah, performance totally. art projects you invite the whole neighborhood and you do it every time uh i think that if you are about to have some explosive diarrhea it is totally okay to say, I'm sorry, man, but can I cut in front of you? Because I am going to shit. I'm literally going to shit my pants. If I do. Don't say you have Crohn's disease. Yeah, you don't have because, to explain things. Yeah, because nobody cares. Like, just say, I have explosive diarrhea. I have really bad, I need I have really bad diarrhea. Can I please go ahead of you so that I don't have to just go shit in the bushes? Because I no, literally, I literally cannot wait in this line. And... Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine the guy that would not let you in front of him if you said that, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, even if somebody gets pissed off about it, like, where the fuck are you where there's a line at the bathroom that you're ever going to see any of those dudes again? 
Exactly, because you're going to be at a concert, you're going to be at like at the uh, Ren Fair yeah. or something. Yeah. Also, I don't even remember the last time there was a line for a bathroom that I was. I mean, I realize that it happens to conventions. It happens to that. people who go to stuff. There's mm-hmm. often a lot like at the arcade Wait, convention. Are you, are here's you a in weird the girls' thing. bathroom. At because the arcade convention, there was always a line at the women's restroom, but never a line at the men's restroom. Mm-hmm. And I did not understand how that was possible because the convention center, though it was crowded, was like 85 or 90% men. So how is it that this convention center, are most conventions really it, heavily male? And so they just don't have the infrastructure to support even up 10, 15% female population? It really depends on how many stalls were in that. Or do uh, women just need to learn how to fucking piss faster? I don't. I know. think that's I'm the problem. Gonna... I mean, I think you sit on the toilet, dicking around with your makeup, and sending a text message to your BFF saying "OMG, LMFAO." Uh, what does I, that stand for? <laughs> I, I think one of those things wasn't even a letter, so I okay, really Al, not sure because the last thing you said was "Al." <laughs> yeah, well, because you had a hurt poop, <laughs> and that's why you're texting. To let, <laughs> yeah, let yeah, you're like, out. "Oh man, I just took uh-huh. the painfulest dump." Uh-huh. That's I'm assuming that's what girls say to each other. I feel like that probably has a also my text. My boobs are inflamed. Uh-huh. I think that's a thing that can happen from to, from the dumpness to a lady. Um, it's probably the stall stall number. Wait, they're it's te- the reason they're texting. Oh, I'm in stall six. If you want to come hang out and talk about boys, yeah, yeah, that's why that line builds up. My there. stall is so huge. <laughs> Yeah, they, they. I went in and they gave me a double stall, but they didn't give me a poop mate. Uh, so I'm, I'm wondering what I should do with the other half of my stall. Now, my dad will sometimes talk about, um, you know, like privies when he was a kid. And sometimes there would be like privies where there would be more than one, like a double whole privy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really understand that situation. Although, mm, I just thought of something that would involve that well, my like cousin whenever he had to toilet. poop you know we were kids he would always say hey i need to poop let's g- come into the bathroom and i'd go into the bathroom sit on the uh, bathtub and we'd continue talking mm-hmm. about whatever right and then i'd do the same well so there's like pull my finger if you want to fart and then there's also pull my toe so that i can poop Huh. Some people can't poop unless somebody's pulling their toe. Okay, I never, I never touched them. While yeah, I was well, pooping. that's the, like that figure of speech. You're pulling my leg. What that means is like you're trying to get me to poop my pants so you can steal my cocaine. <laughs> that's true. Wow, I learn all kinds of things. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm here to provide advice for people, but sometimes you advise me. Yeah, I mean, it's a learning experience for Thank everybody. You. So, what have we learned today? Uh, the origin of the phrase "you're pulling my leg" yeah. and that. All of human endeavor and existence is entirely futile and meaningless. Well, it has meaning for you, but it really doesn't matter. Yeah, but meaning for you is itself not meaningful. Mm -hmm. But you're still the star of the show. Roy, if somebody wanted to get some of this deep, deep wisdom, if somebody wanted to get some of these, some of these sick fact droppings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these, these nuggets, uh, these dank nugs of wisdom, uh, they would go to our website which is advicehotdog.com, and there they would see a link to all of our shows except for the last one that no, they I, can listen I to. It. You already did it? Yeah, I did. Oh, you are awesome. Uh, so you can listen to all of our shows for free, or if you prefer iTunes, you can go to iTunes and listen to them there, and there you can actually give us a review. Let us know what you think. So you can go to Gmail, 
go to Gmail, you log in into your account, or well, you whatever. don't have to log into your Gmail. You can log into any email account, right? No, I don't think that's how it works. Gmail only accepts messages from Gmail other Gmail. Only accepts Gmail. That's why you have to invite people to Gmail because it's, it's an super exclusive, exclusive email club. Yeah, uh, only Gmail users. Advice hot dog at gmail dot com. Okay. Then we also have Twitter at advice hot dog. Mm-hmm. Then we also have Facebook dot com slash advice hot dog. Then we also have a telephone number seven six nine two one eight nine two two five. Then we also have an actual address where physical things can arrive, such as the lovely gift by Andrea. Advice hot dog PO box four one seven seven four Mesa Arizona. Eight five two seven four. That's right. it. Are you ready for the stinger? I am. Also, if you're uh, in need of a stinger, I was thinking railroad travel or bus travel. Thanks. You know, Roy, I've never gone anywhere on a bus. Apart from, I mean, I've gone, I've ridden like across town on a bus, mm-hmm. the cross town bus. But you don't mean, you mean to another city. I've never traveled anywhere via bus. I've heard that it's pretty terrible. I've heard that like there are be. creepy guys that will try to put their butts on you, uh, which is not, I think, a thing that can happen on a train because the vibration of the train provides an anti-creepy butt force field, mm-hmm. especially how, for how ladies. How they put their butts on you? They just rub them. They, it's like, it's They called, rub their butts on you. It's called frauderism. They, they walk up and they're like, hey, what you reading? And then before you can even answer the their, first their syllable of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, they, they're, right. their butt is on you. Huh. It's scary. Especially is that if why you stay off of, of butts? Well, that only happens to girls. So oh, I don't know. I mean, don't I don't be know. A girl. Yeah, that's one thing. If you're a girl, you must travel by train. Also, uh-huh. because... Because uh, you can lock the car that you're in. Right. Well, and also because trains, in case you need a tampon, there's usually the tampon car. Sure. It's right next to the bar car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have traveled by bus and by train for very long distances uh, in the U.S. and Mexico. Uh, from the U.S. to Mexico. The, the, I should be clear about that. And I would say I preferred the train. I think, I, in principle, I just prefer trains. Yeah, I, I wish there were more trains. Trains are awesome, mm-hmm. and really, trains—the idea of a train is awesome. But sometimes people will say, "Well, you actually get on a train and it kind of sucks." But no, it doesn't. It's no, awesome. It doesn't. You don't have to pay attention to where you're going. You're just getting there. You don't have to look one way or the other. You don't have to stay in one seat, right? I mean, yep. you can. You don't have you to. You don't have to strap yourself in. There's yeah. not going to be unexpected turbulence. Right. Uh, sometimes there will be a delay, which kind of sucks. It really does suck sure. to be in a train that's sitting still. And uh, if you're stopping somewhere and you're getting off the train, sometimes they uh, will empty out. They're not supposed to, but sometimes they will empty out the um, bathrooms right at the train station. This is if you're in Mexico 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is still happening, but sometimes they do that. And it'll splash on your legs. So I was don't on let a, that happen. I was on a number of trains in Europe where the toilet was just a hole in the bottom of the train car. Uh-huh. So you just right went, over the tracks. Yeah, you just it was like, please don't use this while we're stopped. You, you idiot. <laughs> Like, why the fuck does this sign even need to be here, you sick fuck? Because it's happened before. <laughs> like, yeah. they see it happen, then they have to go into the train, find that bathroom, and... Uh, and put that sign there, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why it's there. So when you see that, and you do you actually see the tracks moving yeah. underneath yeah. you? Are you tempted to, I don't know, 
reach down there and try to grab some free stuff. <laughs> free turds from the next car up. Yeah. Yeah. No? No. Okay. Not even a little bit. What about crawling out so that you can crawl underneath the train to the next car and then surprise your friend? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who like thought you were in the spi- bathroom. Spider-Man style creep along the bottom yeah. of the cars. Yeah, that That's seems kind of dangerous. Very mission impossible. Yeah. Very mission kill your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that'd be good, I guess, if the Gestapo was just outside the bathroom. And you'd be like, you you could just quickly set up a tape recorder that says, just a minute, I'm almost done pooping. Uh-huh. And just have it played out on a loop. Flatulation like, noises. Oh, wow, this, this, this German guy, A, sounds like just a weird asshole doing a weird, bad German accent. And B, yeah, because you're he, saying must, it in English. he must really have some butthole problems if he's taking him this uh-huh. long to be done pooping. What, what year is it? Uh, in this scenario? Is it 1982? <laughs> sure, yeah. And you're in East Berlin? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, trains. Yeah, absolutely trains. There's mm-hmm. not even a question. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, no, I have, you have one, ads an, and plugs? One, one ads plugs. Um, I was uh, sent an email. Um, I think it was yesterday by our our favorite riff, uh, riff, who, you know, from video games, hot dog. And he sent me a link to a comic uh, web, web webline comic uh, that he thought I would really enjoy. And I have. And it is super awesome. And it's a combination of uh, Greek mythology and uh, people would say Judeo-Christian, but it's um, Jewish myth, which is Old Testament stuff. And it's in a science fiction scenario. And the website is Jesse Moynihan, which is J-E-S-S-E-M-O-Y-N-I-H-A-N.com. And it turns out that this dude is also one of the um, story writers for Adventure Time. So he has stuff on Adventure Time on his website, but it's really, really compelling. And I would recommend it to all of our listeners. And I want to thank Roy for getting my girlfriend the first season of Adventure Time on DVD. We've been watching it and oh, having a good time. Cool. Yeah, that, that's the only uh, DVD season that's available. But if you go to iTunes, you can buy the first three. I'm not going to do that, Roy, because I'm afraid of technology. Oh, okay. In fact, I'm afraid of the technology we're using to record this uh, episode. So I'm going to stop using it. I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog. Uh-huh.